Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. With your daily devotion for June the 7th. 7 in the Bible means what? Completion, perfection. What God's going to do in your life over the course of your life. He's going to get you there. That process is called sanctification. Taking you where you were when you got saved. Rough around the edges. Nice way to put it, okay? And then He's sanctifying you all of your life. Bringing you to the image of Jesus Christ. And who's the greatest guy in the Man Cave? It's Christ. All right, I'm throwing the number one, guys. Whoa! Oh, my goodness. It was over the plate. It was over the plate. My wife went like this with one hand and caught it, and it bounced off. But kudos for her. Good going, girl. Woo! Guys, today we're going to be in the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, and we're looking at verse 1. And here's the thing. We should listen to these words because it's things that we need to apply to our heart and that we need to exercise daily. It says this, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Friends, here's the thing. There isn't probably a day that goes by that I don't find someone who's hurting down and out and needs help, okay? Now, I can just imagine if I run across these people daily, how many people, all the people in the man cave and beyond run into. But sometimes, here's what we do. We see it. We see, imagine this is the person that's a rock over here. We just walk on by. Friends, if you have the ability to reach out and to help, you ought to do it, okay? Because some people are hurting so bad in their life, and we don't know what's going on in their life, but we can see it in their eyes, we can see it on their face, and we can tell those people who need help. God's Word says this, Comfort, comfort my people, says your Lord. He's not suggesting it. He's telling us to do it. He's telling us, be like my son, be like Christ. What would Jesus have me to do on any given day? Sometimes we don't want to. I've said this once and I'll say it again because we're greedy. We're selfish. It's all about me. It's about my kingdom, my inner circles. Friends, pop the bubbles of your circles. Jump outside that. Minister to someone else. Let me tell you a great story about a coffee house called Dutch Brothers in Vancouver, Canada, okay? What's going on, okay? This lady's coming through the drive-thru. The guy, the teller, gotta give her coffee, take her order, sees on her face. She's distraught. She's crying. She's so upset, okay? So the guy, watch this. This is a coffee house. It's early in the morning, 7 o'clock. Do you know how many people are at your local coffee house at 7 o'clock? Everybody wants their coffee. They don't care about anyone else. They want their scone. They want their little muffin or their cupcake. It's all about me. Give me my coffee. Give me my scone. I got to get to work. I don't want to be late. I can care less about all you. Okay, they're in this coffee house. The guy taking order sees how upset she is, sees how distraught she is. Ma'am, what's going on? What's, what's going on? The lady tells the man, okay? The man calls all these guys, four different employees, stop what you're doing, come over here. And they all reach out the window, lay hands on this woman, and they close their eyes and they're praying for this woman during the rush hour. The car behind, watch this very carefully, okay? The car behind, the let, let's explain it correctly. The Range Rover behind, okay, snaps a photo, puts it online, okay? It goes viral. It goes crazy. What was the need? Watch this very carefully. What, what was upsetting her? She had just came back from the hospital. She just lost her husband. Okay, this guy decides to pray in the name of Jesus Christ that God would comfort her and bring healing to her family, give her wisdom to know what to do. He gives her the coffee. He, he reaches into his pocket. Watch this guy. It says in Samuel, I will not sacrifice that which has cost me nothing. Ministry cost, okay? Helping others cost either time, resources, or your finances, which are all God's anyway. 
I mean, listen, listen, they're all gods anyway. He reaches in his pocket, pays for a coffee, pays for a stone, okay? Ministers to her as much as he can. Now, friends, here's the thing. There are times in life that we cannot fully minister to someone, but we can do what we can do on any given day. Understand? If everybody will do what they can do on any given moment, on any given day, here's the thing, we can reach the masses. Isaiah is prophetically speaking about Jerusalem. He's talking to God's chosen. But here's the thing, spiritually speaking, it is going out to all the masses, to everyone around the world. Comfort, comfort my people. Thus saith the Lord. God wants you to minister. Friends, ministry comes across your path. You have to seize the moment then. And as men in the man cave, that's what I say do. Seize the moments that God has sovereignly destined to come across your path. Seize those moments. Minister to people who need help. See guys, Isaiah is saying this. When you see someone in pain, God wants you to comfort that person. God wants you to stop what you're doing in your activity, in your life, rearrange your schedule, minister to the person in pain. That's what he wants us to do. If everyone did that, they stopped what they were doing, they ministered to the person who was in pain, who was suffering, okay, who needed some help, the whole world would be a different place right now. If we just would stop, minister, and share the gospel at the same time, what would the world be like if they saw the love of God demonstrated daily by his hands and his feet instead of his hands and his feet, so worried about their life and their kingdom? Hey guys, when ministry opportunities come, it reveals what is in the innermost part of your heart. Is it Christ? There's a lot of people out there trying to do good works to get to heaven. That's null and void. But when you are in Christ and God brings that opportunity across your path, you're going to have to adjust your plans. Guys, listen to what I've learned. Ministry opportunities, they're never convenient, okay? And why is that? God plans it that way. And you're like, what? He plans it that way because here's the thing. It's going to reveal what's in your heart. It's going to reveal if you truly are a servant of God, how much of Christ is in you, okay? Many times have I had an agenda and I'm so focused on this thing, this event, what I'm doing. It's all about me and my family, okay? But here's the thing. I failed. I mean, I'm just like, if I stop, if I do this, if I help, here's the thing. It's going to ruin my plans. And what did I do? I kept on going. I'm not going to lie. Matt is not perfect. I sinned. But here's the thing. As I grew in Christ, I realized it revealed my heart. I wasn't willing to stop what I was doing to minister, to help, to comfort, okay, to ease someone's pain, okay? I was only worried about me, me, myself, and I. What is that? Friends, in the Bible, they would call that idolatry. Self is God. It's all about my flesh, my pleasure, uh, making my kingdom greater than someone else. Friends, God says the plane of the cross is all level, okay? He is no respecter of persons. If you come across that person, you're the man or you're the woman that is to take care of that need. Friends, here's the thing. How many of us, instead of taking the need, pick up one of these and we judge? We don't know anything about a person. We just see something. We just see with these carnal eyes and we think we have it figured out. Their decisions, their choices led them there. Even so, are we still not to minister? Are we still not to comfort someone who's in pain? Until we walk in another man's shoes, friends, don't you dare judge. God says, as you judge, I'm going to judge you in the same measure. Don't throw these stones at people, friends. Too many of us are picking up stones and qualifying the people that we're going to help. Friends, what if God was to qualify you and he tried to qualify me? I would have fallen short of the glory of God and I would have been in hell by now.
Yeah, stop yelling. Yeah, I know you're tense. No, I'm not tense, but I want all of us to do what we can do. Okay, comfort, comfort my people. Thus saith the Lord. You're a child of the living God. You're an heir of the throne. You're a citizen of heaven. When God brings those opportunities, I want us to seize them. I want us to grab hold of them. But first, watch this. You're like, but first? What could come first? Your relationship with Jesus Christ. You can't give what you don't have. Very carefully, you need to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You can't give the love of God if it's not inside you. Okay, watch this. You won't want to stop. You won't want to minister. It will be from this flesh. You know what I'm saying? It will be a, a, a checklist, okay? You will get no credit for that whatsoever. But when your relationship is where it needs to be, God's Spirit will lead you into those things that you are to do. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will comfort you. He will direct your mouth in the things that you're to say, the things that you are to do to help that person who is in pain. But you can't help anyone when you're in the ditch and when you're on your way to hell. You're like, what, what, what? Did Matt just call me out? Listen, listen. You can't love your wife like she needs to be loved if you won't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ but because you can't give what you don't have. God's love flows in and through you but if you don't have a personal relationship, if you're not sold out to God fully in all of your life, here's the thing, it's a dam. Meaning this, there's a blockage on the inside of you. Oh, God's love is coming towards you but it will never flow through you and your wife and your kids desperately need you to be a vessel, you to be a conduit of God's love, God's mercy, God's grace. Those children, that wife of yours are crying out. Your family they want to be ministered to. They want to be loved and sheltered and comforted. They want to feel the love of God coming through you. But it can never come through you. Listen very carefully. It can never come through you if you're not sold out to Jesus Christ. If, you're, if, you're divide, if you have divided loyalties. If you're straddling the fence or straddling the rock. I got one, I got one foot over here in the world. Okay, in my job. Or, or this, what I want. And, then I, and I'll go to church on Sunday. And I'll throw a couple bucks in there. When the kids aren't looking, maybe I'll throw two or three bucks in there. Please, give me a break, you cheapo. Why would we go to the Red Lobster, Olive Garden, Outback Steakhouse, Pretty, pretty waitress. We'll throw a 20 out there for the tip. But when it comes to tithing, we're giving God a couple bucks. Give me a break. What I'm asking you to do is this. I want you to sell out to God once and for all in your life. A lot of you have been playing games, uh, okay, this far up into life. I want you to sell out once and for all to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Make Him Lord, Savior, Master of your life. Allow Him to use you. Once you sell out to God, make Him number one in your life. Lord, Savior, Master, Owner. Love the Lord thy God with all the heart, soul, strength, and mind, okay? Here's the thing. You'll be able to minister to your wife, to your children, to your co-workers, to the people that bring God brings sovereignly across your path on any given day. You will be able to minister. You will be rewarded. I've learned this, that the closer I am to God, the better I am at ministering to people because I have the heart of God. Okay? I mean, it's, it's the truth. I'm showing the mercy of God, the grace of God. I'm very compassionate. I'm very generous with my resources. Even if they're limited, I'm willing to go into the red to help someone else. Why is that? Because of God. When God comes upon me and I'm drawing nigh to God and God is drawing nigh to me, here what happens, okay? I am just his hands. I am his feet, okay? He's using me, but also he's rewarding me. Not only am I rewarded, I'm replenished by Almighty God, meaning His Spirit gives me fresh living waters and I'm able to minister again. Friends, sometimes we minister and we're spent. Listen, sometimes people, they just need us. Listen, they don't need our money. They don't need a ride. They just need us to sit next to them and listen. 
not to say a word. Sometimes you might not have anything to say. You don't know what to say. You're not to say anything. What you're to do is just listen with compassion and allow the Holy Spirit to come upon that person, okay, and overwhelm him with the peace and love of God or that woman, whoever is hurting and in pain. You don't need to say anything. I think we, we, we disqualify ourselves thinking I have to be some counselor or some great psychologist. Friends, here's the thing. Sometimes just having your hand on their hand, it's okay that you're there with them, okay, that you love them, okay? Oh my goodness. Just having people near you sometimes is enough, okay? Because you have God that's near. When two or three are gathered in His name, He is in the midst of them. Allow God to be God of your life and their lives and trust Him to bring the healing balm of Gilead. Friends, here's what I want you to do. Every morning before your feet hit out of bed and you're praying and you're reading your word, okay? Ask God to bring a ministry opportunity into your life. And you're like, I don't want to do that. Yes, you do. Because as you minister, God will minister to you. As you reach out, He'll reach out to you. As you're blessing, He will bless you. As you are showing favor and comforting, those things will come back into your life sevenfold, tenfold, a hundredfold, okay? Friends, do it. You're never more like Christ when you're loving others and comforting others, okay? Honestly, think about it. You're never more like Jesus Christ when you're helping people. You're the most like Christ when you're doing that. But before you can do that, you have to have Christ there. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this video. Reach out this week, okay? Hey, this is Matt from The Man Cave. <laughs>